Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. I'm Jenny. And we have a very full show for you tonight, so let's get right at it. How are you two? Good. Good. Uh, this week, I don't like starting with downers, but that's what we're starting with, so I'm sorry. Uh, but this, Yeah, I know. This week, we uh, lost the great Chadwick Boseman, who brought to life the Black Panther, among many other characters that he did a phenomenal job with. Um, but since we do tend to focus more in the Disney Marvel universe he should have been in star wars too if we're completely honest um we we figure we'll come at it from this angle but uh tragic news that nobody saw coming i think is a safe way to put it uh when you first saw the news what was your first thought katie and then jenny uh well i was at work uh and i can vouch that my first thought was no 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 no. my first thought was this is a mistake chadwick boseman is not dead uh what are you talking about um well, there yeah. is always that like every few months there's the social media thing that goes around like that a celebrity's dead so there's always that chance but yes yeah that was my first thought though was no no and then how like this doesn't seem correct yep jenny um i definitely thought like i was like oh i wonder what happened because I just saw like Wakanda forever like stuff and so I was like oh was there like a, a, a another march was there something and I went excuse me yeah that is not a march yeah no and and I think out of the sad part has come some really beautiful things as we heard stories of things he's done and uh, co-workers, cast members, directors, Disney executives, Marvel executives have all started sending in their um, their thoughts and their memories and really sharing a legacy about this guy um, and how much of an impact he had on each and one of them individually. Um, uh, I, I would not be surprised at all if in the next D23 Expo we see a new Disney legend come out of this. Yeah. Um, because you just don't realize how much he did to create the characters that he, he embodied or created and, and then how much he did beyond that too, with the movies. And, um, Ryan Coogler did a fantastic, uh, letter, I guess you call it that, that was sharing about working with him and, and having no clue that he was dealing with all of this as he was going through it. And, uh, and how, much of an impact that uh chadwick had in the movie even before ryan coogler was part of it and uh, and i thought that was really phenomenal to read uh did you guys pick up anything about that like what did you what's the legacy that you're seeing coming out of this after a few days to process everyone is just talking about how wonderful of a person he was um and i think that long after we leave this earth, the thing that will live on is the way we treated people. And I think that's more important. You could make all the wonderful movies in the world and you could be powerful and have lots of money. But at the end of the day, how you treat people is so important. And everyone that worked with Chadwick Boseman has something incredible to say. Um, And I also think on the other hand, uh, he called Black Panther uh, one of the great highlights of his career because he knew the impact he was making on young black children 
who got to see a superhero that looked like them and they got to see a whole world of people that looked like them. Um, and I really hope that we get to see Shuri as the Black Panther, but that's a different story. Uh, but he knew what he was doing and he was so thoughtful about what he was doing. And um, there's a thing where he said that I hope someday I live to tell the story of what I've done. And he knew that he was making such a huge impact on the world. And I think that that's just something incredible. And I've cried a lot about it this weekend that he was such a great person and he left such a major impact on the world. And I'm going to start crying right now. All right, Jenny, you pick it up then. All right. 935. Who had 935? Katie cries. Um, that might be like a special prize. Is that a new record? Um, no, I think she's cried in like. The I've first cried earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. This is not a record. Bailey will let us know for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of just want to say ditto. I feel like Katie kind of said it all. Like he was very, very impactful. And I think just very thoughtful in everything that he did. And I think that that says a lot. Like it's like what we hope um, people will say about us, you know, like later in life, we hope that they say that we were, we were kind and that we were caring. And now I'm going to cry. Great. <laughs> and that, and then we went, it's your turn. Yeah. Okay, 936, Jenny. I would just add to it that uh, everybody talked about how he always went above and beyond. He didn't just do something. He went the extra mile with everything. And I think that's the third prong of what you're both saying that uh, really was a huge part of his legacy and continues to be. And, and really with what he was a part of and what he helps create, um, his legacy is going to be so much bigger than I think he or probably anybody ever realized. Like, this is going to continue on. This is going to be one of those things. I remember when it came out, we were talking about, I think on this show, uh, about how this was going to be one of those movies that you look at the history of movies and it's going to stand out and it's going to have a place in history. And and uh, it, And I think this will in some ways make that even more impactful as they look back at the history of um, how this impacted uh, not just movies but society as a whole. The big question as we as we move forward now, though, and and we got asked this on a podcast we were doing this last weekend, um, all the webs of stage, um, which if you haven't heard it, go and check it out right now. Well, maybe after this, but uh, not right now. Like, not the second yes or just you know subscribe to it real quick and then and then keep listening to us hopefully but um anyway we were asked by steven on all the webs of stage he's like what's going to happen for the next movie and and so i'm going to now re-ask that question um katie kind of tipped her hand a little bit already but uh where do they go next uh with the movie do they recast do they change the story um, you know, Ryan Coogler said they were already at work or he was already at work in the, the script for the next movie. And I think he even talked about the voice that he imagined that um, Chadwick Boseman would be bringing to that movie. And uh, so wh- where do they go next? I'll reemphasize. Uh, I hope that Shuri takes the mantle of Black Panther. Uh she is a genius. She knows how the technology works better than anybody else. Uh, it would also follow the line of how comics have gone. Uh, Shuri has taken the role of Black Panther. Um, I also just love Shuri so much. I love her outspokenness. I love how funny she is. I love how she is smarter than literally everyone in the Marvel Universe. 
And I think that specifically, if they're going to, I don't think they're going to recast T'Challa, period. I don't think that Marvel's going to do that. I don't think they will. I, I, really, I'm just I really gonna, hope. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not as well. But I do hope that they have a black woman take on Black Panther. Just because I think, I think would be a very wise move. Jenny, what do you think? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> okay. Well, do, yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's fair. Um, it'll be, I mean, we're not going to know anything about this for a long time. And this is assuming they still have, like, they continue on with the next Black Panther when they, they were planning on it, which, you know, this might have thrown a wrench in that. We might see it later, or, like, this could change things. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And uh, I hope that we still get a Black Panther too. I hope that I'd love to see Shuri as the next uh, Black Panther Oh, and I'd love to see the story go in a way that honors uh, his memory and and maybe even bring some um, real life from Chadwick Boseman into the backstory of T'Challa. Like, put that in there that he was dealing with all this stuff while fighting for his country. I just think that'd be a huge and awesome tribute to uh, to um, Boseman. And and I think I think it would make sense and fit too because it. it we don't have to have perfect heroes. They can be flawed and deal with things just like the rest of us. And I think that would just add so much depth to his sacrifice for his country and all of that stuff moving forward. And it could also explain why he's not around for the next movie. Like, I mean, that's to me almost a more um, heartfelt approach to him not being there than having him killed by some big bad guy when you can't see it. All right, we're going to move on because Katie can't handle this anymore. Um, again. <laughs> happier news. Uh, we have found out this week that there is going to be a new Haunted Mansion movie coming out. And it is written by, uh, what is it, Katie? Uh, I'm forgetting. Right. Is Thank what you. I'm going to say. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. I didn't either, so I was hoping somebody would help me. But uh, Katie, what else has she worked on, first off? And then let's talk about the movie and where we think it's going to go and where we hope it's going to go, because um, I know we've talked a little bit about this offline, and uh, I think this is going to be awesome. Well, what films has she worked on? Uh, she has worked on female-led comedy films like The Heat or everyone's favorite, The Ghostbusters reboot. So have you both seen The Ghostbusters reboot? Yes! <laughs> Okay, um, Jenny, you've got homework mainly because it's a fun movie. Uh, I think we should just put it out there that it's not a bad movie. No, and I am a Ghostbusters purist, and to me, it's it's kind of like Phantasmic in California versus Phantasmic in Florida versus Phantasmic in Tokyo, which no longer exists. There are three very different, mo- three different different shows. Um, especially the one in in Tokyo, which doesn't mean they're bad. Like we all know people that absolutely love the Florida version. We know people that love the 1.0 version at Disneyland. And we know people that love the 2.0 version at Disneyland. And we know people that love the Tokyo version. And, um, and that's all okay. And, And I think that's something that we all need to work on is just because it's not the one you grew up with. And it's not the one that you, you, maybe connect with at the same level does not mean it's bad. It just means that it's different and it wasn't maybe made for you. Um, however, that's okay. Like I really liked 
like I watched it again a few months ago um, because it was on like TBS or something in the afternoon on a Saturday. And I was like, I fully intended to just nap and watch golf. And then I found myself watching Ghostbusters. Uh, It's true. (laughs) That's what golf is for. You turn the golf on and you fall asleep. It's great. But uh, no, it's I think it's a hilarious approach. And they don't try to just be the same movie as the other ones or continue on that story they create their own Ghostbusters version, which um, they're ridiculous and it's funny. Anyway, what did you think of the movie, Katie, before we move on to Haunted Mansion? Oh, I love Ghostbusters. Um, Here's something that won't surprise anyone. I think women are very, very funny. Uh, And I think that people almost set a handicap for women to be funny. It's like, oh, you're funny for a woman. No, women are just funny. Uh, And so I think that that is Katie Dippold's strength is writing to very funny women. Um, Because that's what her history has been. It's not a funny movie like, oh, it's a funny like girl movie. No, it's just a funny movie. Um, And that's what I really like about Ghostbusters. Uh, I watched it for the first time Halloween at your house (laughs) in your garage while there were trick-or-treaters coming up, uh, which was just, it was just a fun Halloween movie. Um, But I think a lot of people don't like the Ghostbusters film just because they are associating it with the original Ghostbusters film. And it's fine. You, like you just said, you can like the original Ghostbusters film. That's fine. But this can also exist without taking anything away from the original Ghostbusters film. Um, well, and I think it stays true to the spirit of the original film. Like yeah. it, it very much, it doesn't take itself too seriously. There's an element of science in there. There's an element of, of lore in there and historical legend stuff. And, and, you know, they play with the facts a little bit and that's exactly what they did. What is it? 40 years ago for the first one. Yeah. But um, we have talked about switching movies. We did talk about doing a DAPS watch of the 2001 Haunted Mansion film. Right, 2001? 2003. I want to say it's three. The early Should I go check my shirt? <laughs> I should have worn my shirt. Dang you should have worn your Haunted Mansion that shirt. That would have been perfect. Anyway, uh, we're, we're talking about doing a DAPS watch for that, and that probably will happen at some point. Um, that is the thing, though, is it's universally recognized as not the greatest Disney film in the world, especially after Pirates of the Caribbean. And uh, so there's a lot of potential here. Roger is confirming yes, it's right. 2003. You win. I was going to say, I was just um, say wins. Yay, Jenny. So... Uh, <laughs> What would you like to see? I have a pitch in mind of what I would love to see for this movie. And I'm going to give mine first so nobody steals it. Um, but I want to see the origin story of Constance. Penguins. Like, it doesn't have to be a modern day movie. I want it to go back and I want to see, like, and I think it, this could be really funny is the many ways her husbands die. Um, like, they could do some really fun things with that. And who knows how it ends like there's this could end up being a series if if they did it right uh what would you guys like to see that's hard because you kind of took mine so i know we've talked about this before um i did say something about i wanted uh leota and constance to team up and i wanted to be like a buddy cop haunted mansion movie uh the sequel perfect i uh i just want I don't think the stories of the women in the haunted mansion are told enough. I can't think of the 
woman's name who's sitting on her husband's grave, but tell me about her in the stretching room. Isn't that Constance Hatchaway? Is it? Yeah. Sure. She's, she's the one that kills her husbands. Tell me about Sally, the uh, tightrope walker. That would be cool. Yeah, you really could have different movies focused on the different ghosts, and that would be pretty but cool. only the women. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I but. honestly would love to see a world where it didn't matter. Like, I think that's yes. a huge issue in comedy is we got, oh, here's the guys movie over here that's traditional Ghostbusters is a great example where you've got the four guys doing their thing, or then you've got the girls movie over here. And it's like, well, couldn't we have something where it's more like, I don't know, integrated or something? I don't know. I'm asking for too much, I know. You are. It should be like Geek's Corner, where like the funny people are the girls, but there's still a guy coming. Yeah. Like I recognize that. We've established Katie and I, the funny ones. Absolutely. We are. I I would like to see something that gets out of the the formula because there's definitely like this. there's genres, and I'd love to see a new genre that surprises us. Anyway, yes. Jenny, what would you like to see with this movie? Um, I would like to see, I like the ball scene. That's my favorite part. Okay. So I want to know about so you want the Beauty woman whose birthday it is. Haunted Mansion. Ooh. Yes. I would like to know about the woman whose birthday it is who is blowing out all of her candles. And why some of those people are dancing during her birthday party when she's blowing out her candles. That seems rude. And then rude. Also, I would like to know about the organ player. I was thinking that too. And I, you actually brought up an interesting point. There's 999 happy haunts in the haunted mansion. How'd they all get there at the same time? Did they? Or did they? Like, how did there get to be 999 happy haunts? I would like to know that story. Like, has it become a, maybe this is a crossover with Ghostbusters is it's one of those things that like attracts them. And so all of the ghosts just come here because it's, I forgot what they called it in Ghostbusters, but, um, but the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out next year is going to talk about this in an old town somewhere. But uh, I don't know. I'm very curious why they're all in the same place. That's a fair question. Maybe it's. Maybe it's because Constance killed all of her husbands. Ooh, yikes. Maybe there's a portal um, to the underworlds under yeah, the haunted Maybe it's mansion. connected with, with Hercules. Uh, no, I, there's, a, there's a music club somewhere in the Midwest that they claim there is a portal to another dimension in the basement. Um, this is just me rambling about all the uh, paranormal things I know about the United States. So but, you're saying the Geeks Corner Halloween episode should be a paranormal episode yet again? No, because if we go real paranormal, I'm going to find out once again that the studio is haunted, which I already know, guys. I have anecdotal evidence that the studio is haunted. Every studio Geeks Corner has ever been filmed in is haunted. I feel like it's 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 a rule. I was going to say, I have had some of these scariest paranormal experiences in the studio. So... Uh, no, I don't want to invite more ghosts into the studio. The scariest is still that time Johnny and I were uh, filming the video and we turned everything off and it kept recording and we heard talking yeah. that wasn't us. Yeah. That was terrifying. That's pretty bad. I'm grateful I wasn't around for that. And it's on the video. 
But yeah. Anyway. You, you showed me that video and I was like, uh, this is yep. possessed. It's interesting. All right. So uh, I'm looking forward to this movie. Two thumbs up. Can't wait for it. We have zero information on who's in it, when it will come out, any of that stuff. I really do hope that it goes to theaters and um, we can see it on the big screen because I think I that would just movie theaters be even, still exist. It, they will. Um, just because it'll be not everywhere is California, Katie. It was. A, uh, oh, my God. Can I not make a joke? Women are funny. <laughs> I love Jenny just sitting there going. <laughs> that was good. I'm just going to I'm going to eat a I'm going to eat a Halloween cookie. Eat a, Halloween cookie. eat a Halloween cookie because it's the first day of Halloween, I think. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, so Kelly Marie Tran has a new role. And I think this is awesome because uh, she is now destined to be a Disney legend, I think, as of this announcement, generally because that's what happens with leading ladies in Disney animated films. And uh, Katie, talk about what this leading role is, please. So she is taking on the title role uh, in Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, I am very, very excited. My question is, it was originally supposed to be Cassie Steele. And they I think just it was actually I think it was actually recorded with her. I think they it, went in and re-recorded. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, so but they haven't said anything about what happened. Like Either way, I'm because people have been, well, yay, Kelly Marie Tran is um, Asian representation, but Cassie Steele is Filipina, so it was also... You spoke uh, I mean, they just wanted to get 100% accuracy. I mean, I could honestly see that being... Maybe? I just feel like that's... I feel like if you've already recorded a whole film with a person, it's a lot of work to re-record, but... I think I it would have been, yeah... I don't want to take anything away from Kelly Marie Tran because she has had enough taken away from her by the Star Wars franchise. She is a wonderfully talented person. She, yeah. And she's perfect for this role. Yeah, 100%. Like, I did not, like, the other one, I kind of didn't get. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then the moment this announcement came out, I was like, well, of course she's Raya. Like, yeah. Uh, like, nobody else should be it. Like, it was kind of an instant thing. It, it's it's kind of like Moana, perfect casting. You know, there's oh certain gosh, yeah. times where you're just like, nobody else can do this, ever. And um, and to me, the moment she was announced, I was just, there it came out. I was just like, obviously. Uh, Jenny, what do you think? I think it's very cool. As someone who has been asked if they are Kelly Marie Tran, um, <laughs> on my way into Disneyland to which I said I don't know who that is um because I think it was like right when the movie came out and I was like because they're like have you seen the new movie and I was like no they're like, you look like you're that girl and I went I, I don't know what that is uh, <laughs> um there you go fun fact so Jenny <laughs> can I have your autograph um I'll think about it okay uh I think it's yeah, it's. I'm very excited about it. Yes, I do think it's interesting that they are that they re-recorded because mm -hmm. that's expensive, y'all. Like, mm -hmm. well, and do you think this is coming out on March 21st? March is that right? Anyway, it's March. That's not very far away. That's what eight months, and and that's a lot to get done in in that amount of time. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, but I'm excited about it. I think she's cool. 
I think it's going to be. Thumbs up. I think it's going to be a very cool uh, movie, and um, hopefully we can see it in theaters. Then we can all go together, and it'll be fun. Sound like mine? Yeah. Okay. It looked like you're about to say something, Katie. So I was waiting, but no, I okay. was just I was breathing. Okay, that's a good sometimes she does that. Like we we let her breathe. Like I think it's like 22 times an episode you can breathe, right? That's like, it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we have uh, to get sponsors <laughs> for oh, extra breaths. There you go. Yeah. We rehearse this. We don't rehearse the show, but we rehearse breathing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know when in the show between segments I'm allowed to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. Uh, final news for today is uh, Mickey Minnie's Runny, Runaway Railway is uh, coming a little <laughs> A little bit later than initially anticipated to the Disneyland Resort, which comes as no surprise with them not being able to work on it for the last four or five months. Um, that news came from the Disneyland president originally, and then it went everywhere else. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Beyond no surprise. Uh, I, I think it was very cool to see the video of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway going vertical. Uh, I think it was also very funny to see uh, the Disneyland president hanging out in his office at TDA being like, here's my office at TDA. I can see construction. If that is his office at TDA. I don't think it's his office, but it might be. I don't think it's his office. Yeah. I just realized where I was like, no, he's probably just in a random room in TDA being like, hey. Where can um, we get this picture? Yeah. I also think... It was very funny how much they were trying to be like, oh, we're just opening in 2023, as if no one would notice. Um, Uh And to be be fair, a lot of people did not notice um, because 2022 already seems so far off that it's like, yeah, sure, 2023, whatever. Um, And I think that everyone kind of had that thought of, well, they haven't started. It hasn't gone vertical yet. So, uh, of course, it's 2023. But um, 2023 also just seems soon. Three years. Like, it seems sooner than... I mean, three years from now, we'll probably have ridden that attraction at the Disneyland Resort. Oh, yikes. Yeah, you're right. Because it'll probably open in May or June if they do like they often do with these things. And, um, you know, we'll have already been on it, hopefully. If we can get reservations. We'll have waited for five hours. <laughs> I was going to say, I also probably in three years' time will have already ridden it at Walt Disney World, maybe. I would hope so. We'll see if I get to Walt Disney World the next three years. But hopefully, I was also, this is just a total side note, but I think it's very funny content for the show. I was trying to explain the trackless ride Should system. Never to never my- say something's funny before you say it, but go ahead. I was doing it before you stopped me. Um, I was trying to explain to my brother trackless ride systems today. And I was also trying to explain Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Rise of the Resistance. Because for those who don't know, I have two brothers. One of them lives in Colorado. The one who lives in Colorado is here. And so I was trying to explain these things to him because I was writing this story about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And he goes, yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, I'm really happy for you. But he did think that trackless ride systems sound dope. Well, they Ooh. are. 
So I explained the train and how the train moves around. He's like, well, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, we're getting one of those, even though you don't live here. So whatever. Jenny, yeah. Jenny giggled the first time she went on the trackless ride. So <laughs> why that's not a video, I'm not sure. It, it missed opportunity. Um, that's why you missed an opportunity. And that. I'm bummed that I missed it. Well, because we wanted. Yeah, to we haven't been on it together, it. right? Still. I don't think so. No. Because I've been with you and I've been with my person a couple times. But like that's Uh, it. No, we might have gone. I I don't think we did. I don't think I was there when you guys did it that one Sunday. Um, I think we did because I think that we all left for the bathroom at the same time. And a very kind cast member who's very tall let us in. I wasn't there. Yeah. Weird. Weird, you, have, you, have, you have to use the restroom the most, so. I know. I think I hope, left. Hope for the future. Anyway, we are running out of time for tonight. So, Katie, what should people do? Go to dapsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Click on the little live tab. Find out when we're going to go live next, because we do that a lot, it seems. Also, subscribe to our mailing list so you don't miss anything. And Jenny, what else should they do? Um, You can follow us on the Instagram at Geeks Corner or on the Twitter at The Geeks Corner because we're fancier there. Um, We do lots of weird themed days. We talk about weird news things. Basically, everything's just a little bit weird, but that's why you love us. That's what we do. And also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got videos going up every day, including Disney This Day. We've got... More videos of Florida coming up from Murray and uh, some other stuff from the past. And I feel like we have some other videos that are... uh, Oh, we've got some more uh, Crazy Kirk and Hillbilly videos that are going up right now from uh, Taste of Nuts last weekend. So uh, make sure to subscribe to that as well. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.